to the Heads Up Podcast. I am Jason Rogers, the head of school of Rundle College Society, and I'll be your host for this season's episode. With each new podcast, we hope to explore interesting topics relating to Rundle College student, faculty, and parent life. This season, you'll hear interviews with faculty, parents, alumni, students, and educational experts. Each episode will aim to provide an insight and context to the happenings in and around our community. Thank you for joining me and everybody in the Rumble College Society on this journey, and I hope you enjoy this Rumble experience. Welcome back to the Heads Up Podcast. On today's episode, I have the great honor and privilege of interviewing one of our high school students here at Rundle College, Sigmund. Now, before we get into the interview, uh, let me tell you first why I'm interested to do this interview, and secondly, let me share a little bit about who Sigmund is. First, why I'm interested in doing this interview? Uh, It's two reasons, in fact. First, I'm looking forward to highlighting our academic co-curriculars here at Rundle College and Academy. As you'll come to know very soon, Sigmund has a well-rounded understanding and interaction in these spaces. The second is that Sigmund's actually doing a character study right now on, well, on me. He's impersonating me at this year's Christmas Gala, and this interview is a way of giving him a little bit of insight about as to who Mr. Rogers is and and how he maybe behaves as a character study. So, uh should be able to give Sig a little bit of insight today. Now, before we get to the interview, let me take a minute and just share with you a couple of things that Sig has been involved in here at Rundle College. First and foremost, he's been in the Duke of Ed program. Uh, He's achieved the bronze level, and he's currently working towards completion of the silver level. Beyond that, he's been very involved in speech and debate. He spent three years in speech and six years in debate. Among his top achievements, was a third place finish at the Junior Open for Team Alberta, and he's applied for Team Canada in the area of speech. So far this year, in grade 10, he's earned a third place at Ernest Manning High School. He's involved in business endeavors as well, uh, recently competing at the University of Calgary in a business case competition in which he and his team from Rundle College received first place. Beyond that, he's involved in junior achievement, he's in the ascent, he does business club, peer tutoring, peer support, reach for the top, as well as grade 7, 8, 9 golf, and badminton teams. If you can believe it, Sigmund also has a life outside of school, and outside of school he does karate, where he's earned his second degree black belt after seven years of training, and he's taken on a part-time job of teaching karate when he's not busy doing everything else he's involved in. And to top it all off, he has his grade seven theory in piano. Wow, what a lot of achievements for a very young man. Without any further ado, help me welcome Sigmund to today's conversation. All right, welcome to the show, Sig. Thanks for joining me today. Thank you so much, it's a real honor. Yeah, no, it's gonna be great to have a conversation with one of our high school students, get to know a little bit more about your experience at the high school, and uh, I can't wait to hear about 
um, the work you're doing on the impersonation of me. It's a really interesting project, so we'll get to that a little bit later. Uh, first, I want to know just a little bit about the business club and, and your speech competitions. And, and in particular, I'm very curious about your recent win at the UFC Haskane case competition. So, Sig, could you first tell our listeners what is a case competition? And then secondly, let us know a little bit more about uh, your specific project at that case competition. Yeah, I'd love to. So case competition, it's kind of almost like a branch of speech and debate. It requires critical thinking, uh, being able to think fast on your feet, and being able to come up with a solution to a problem that's a real problem in your everyday society. So what we had is we had to solve the problem of how can we connect K-12 students with refugees and how can we make these connections last to improve the quality of life of these people coming to Canada and yet give these kids long-lasting relationships with these people. And this is our challenge and it was really, really unique on how we had to make a presentation about it and kind of present this and speak this to a bunch of judges and like presenters and business like associates and people that work in the field. Right on. So let's get to the details of it a little bit, Sig. Like, I mean, how much time do you have to consider the problem once it started? Once it started, you have three to four hours to yep. create the full presentation. Wow. And so what was the most challenging part of that time, would you say? I think the most challenging part is you don't know who you're going to be with when you go into the room. All you know is that you're with kids from schools across Calgary and you have no idea who you're working with. So you could get people from the same class as you, you could get people that you've never even seen before. And it's really, really hard to figure out kind of everyone, how they like to work, what their learning style is and how we can kind of cooperate and really bring it together as a team. Neat. Now I understand that in this specific case competition, you were able to make phone calls. Yes. Okay. So tell me about one of the phone calls you made and, and why it was so helpful to you. So one of our phone calls we made is we made a phone call to the previous uh, head of board at Rundle College Society. Uh, We called Dr. Evans to ask him for his advice because I know for a fact that he's very involved in business. He is really involved in the whole situation with solving problems. And this is what he's really done for a lot of his career. So I thought he'd be a perfect person to call. Yeah, I think it's really cool that you're able to reach out to our board chair, former board chair, and ask him a question. Now, what kind of advice did Dr. Evans provide you when, when you gave him a call? Now, he provided us some examples that would allow us to kind of prove our statement and how we're going to make this connection. And we wanted to, first of all, incorporate a connection in smaller clubs and schools and let this build over time. We wanted something that we could do immediately, but that we can incorporate to make it almost like worldwide or global. And he really helped us with examples of how Rumble College, as well as some other uh, places, have gone to these countries and they've actually helped people and how they have made lasting connections. So therefore, we we are able to prove to the judges that lasting connections can be made and these relationships can be formed. It's just we have to figure out how to do it. Wow, it sounds like a huge challenge. It sounds like you took it head on and I can see why uh, why you guys achieved first place. Congratulations. Thank you. Great. Thanks for that, Sig. Let's move on to the second question here. Um, here at Rundle College, we have a pretty robust co-curricular program. It involves academics, athletics, fine arts. Uh, and in particular, I know that you are have a, have a deep interest in speech and debate. Help me understand what it is about speech and debate that draws you to it. Now, ever since I was coming into grade seven, we've always had people in the elementary that came and talked to us about what kind of clubs there were, what we could get involved in, and how we could kind of become more well-rounded students and a better model of like the Rundle image. 
And speech and debate is one of the things that really, really like stuck out to me. I really loved it from the very get-go. And I think a big part of this is because it's such an important aspect of our lives. No matter what you do in the workplace, no matter if you're working at a small business or you're you know, one of the wealthiest people in the world owning your own company, or if you're a lawyer, anything along those lines, you have to be able to talk to people. No matter the job level or anything, you have to be able to speak your mind, you have to be able to express your opinions, and you have to be able to convince people. Absolutely. And I think from a young age, I realized that this is one of the most important skills you could ever learn in your life, because you have to public speak in almost any scenario in your life. And if you can learn it while you're younger and your brain's still developing, it's gonna be a lot easier than trying to learn it when you're older. And ever since I, you know, got my coach, Mr. Tomask, and started working, and you know, we kind of did well in our first turn first couple tournaments, it was really amazing and I just loved it. And your your partner, Megan, has been kinda of long by your side the whole way and you guys have done really well, haven't you? Oh yeah, we've done really well in the past three or four years. Megan also does really well in speech, competes at provincial national level. And then last year in debate, we were able to go out to Vancouver to compete at nationals. Cool. Maybe in the future episodes, I'll have Megan along on an episode. We could talk a little bit more about it too. That'd be really cool. Um, I'll put you on the spot a bit, Sig. Uh, What's your favorite topic that you've either debated or been able to speak about in one of these competitions? Yeah, so in our last speech competition, we had a topic and we had to pick any side, take it from any angle. But the topic we had, we had five minutes to prepare it. It was just, should people trust their law or the conscience? And this was probably one of my most passionate ones that I've ever had because it truly allowed me to bring a lot of logic into the rounds. And it also allowed me to give some past examples of cases that I've heard of before. Wow, that sounds like a pretty involved topic. I'm sure it wasn't, wasn't easy to discuss. It's never easy. <laughs> okay, right on. All right, now moving on to question three, Sig. I'm, now I'm curious about uh, Rundle College education. I, I understand that you came to Rundle College in grade four. And the neat thing about Rundle College is everybody's new to Rundle at some point. Um, and so part of that newness comes with changes in education. I'm curious today, Sig, what was the thing you noticed most about the change in education from your previous school to your time at, at Rundle College? So before I was at Rundle College, I attended two different schools, one of them for three years from grade one to three, and then one of them for half a year before I switched to Rundle. And before we had bigger class sizes, it wasn't exactly the same. There wasn't like that one-on-one experience that you have here at Rundle. It was not very individual. And the education and program was kind of designed just to get kids through, just to you know make them pass, do well on your PATs, and then kind of be done with it. Rundle's education when I came into grade four kind of changed the way I look at my grades, my marks, and overall just my academics and involvement in Rundle society. It really changed how I look at just everything that I do in my life. Uh, a big thing was coming into it, the smaller class sizes. You In Rundle, even if you wanted to, you can't slip under the cracks. You can't go unnoticed because there's that care in the teachers. The ca- teachers care about you, the parents care about you, your principal cares about you, and because of that you have more of that support along the way, but you still have that independence as you go through your education. Wow, that's really cool. And I mean, there's lots of times, you know, I guess, again, to kind of take a side question is, you mentioned small class sizes, Sig, and you talked about the care that comes with those. Um, my question is, do you ever worry that there's too much support having small class sizes? I never really worry that there's too much support because I always feel that the support is 
training me to be able to handle without the support. And when I go into university and I'm going to be in bigger class sizes, Rundle is a university prep school. So I have no doubt that when I go off to university, they are training me with the right aspects, the right outlooks and the right knowledge that I can really do whatever I want and I can handle my own situations. No doubt. We really hope that for you as well, Sig. Um, curious now, you brought up university. Do you have any aspiration? Do you know what you want to do in university? I do know what I want to do at university. Uh, I want to get an undergrad in either a BBA or a Bachelor of Commerce at probably Haskane School of Business. And then from there, I'd like to get a master's somewhere possibly in the US, maybe in Canada, out east. And the dream is kind of to get a master's or a graduate degree in finance and then to be able to become an investment banker and maybe move out east to work for a large company like JP Morgan or Goldman Sachs. That's kind of the dream. Wow, that's pretty cool. Maybe we'll forward this uh, podcast along to the dean of uh, business school over at Haskane and see if we can't expedite that uh, entrance exam. Okay, Sig, we're moving on to the last question in this segment of the interview. And the question is, well, first, I know you're impersonating me at the Christmas Gala. It's been leaked out. And I know you've been doing a little bit of research, character research. Um, and so I'm just curious is what's some of the most interesting things you've learned while studying uh, how to impersonate me? Because that's a it's a horrifying thought for me that a student is going to impersonate me in public. So Sigmund, please let me in on on what you've learned. So I've learned a couple of things that are really, really interesting about Mr. Rogers. First of all, I've learned a lot more about the headmaster job and their influence in the rental society. And I've also learned more about Mr. Rogers on more of a personal level, uh, about his love for books, his love for records, and just um, really all about him and kind of his personal nature. Um, I t he told me a lot about his family, his two kids, his two uh, <laughs> lovely boys that he yeah. was talked about for uh, part of our interview. Uh, just also really his love for reading and his love for helping students' lives and their involvement in Rundle Society. Wow, that's well, that's quite flattering to say I'm really looking forward to your impersonation. I have to give you uh, some credit because you've been taking your job very seriously. We've had a few opportunities to sit down and talk. And uh, yeah, I can't wait to see you at the Christmas Gala and, and see what you've come up with. All right, Sigmund, now let's wrap up the show with everybody's favorite segment. It's called the Rundle Rumble. For those of you who are first-time listeners, you'll come to know that the Rundle Rumble is a quick-fire association game where I'm going to say 10 words, and Sigmund's going to respond to them with a word or a sentence or his thoughts on those words. Sigmund, uh, are you ready for the challenge? Yeah. Okay, let's rumble here. Here we go. The first one is karate. Dedication, perseverance, teaching, leadership, and the ability to help others. Wow, that is really great start, Sigmund. Well done. Okay, moving on. Number two, speech. Life skill, speech and debate, travel opportunities, leadership, and life skill. Excellent. Okay, let's move on. Number three, to message. Kind, caring, helpful, Leader, coach. Awesome. He'll be happy to hear all of that. Uh, number four, Tough the dog. Probably the one of the best dogs in the world. Racing, <laughs> Florida, um, Greyhound, racing dog. Cool. Right on. Okay, I can't wait to meet Tough myself. <laughs> Sounds pretty awesome. Let's do uh, number five, Rundle College. Be kind, be curious, be well. Wow, very nice. Number six, Junior Achievement. Leadership, business opportunities, working together, co-curricular, 
and a time commitment. Wow. Okay. Excellent. Uh, number seven. What's your favorite subject? It's got to be math or science. Yeah, I kind of figured yeah. as much. Excellent. Okay. Uh, number eight. Golf. Dedication, uh, perseverance, hobby, pastime, and an escape. Right on. Okay. Uh, number nine. What's the hardest part of school? Honestly? Yeah, honestly. I want to honestly. <laughs> the hardest part of school is reading comprehensions. No kidding, yeah? Yeah. yeah. I, I was the same way. Same that's, that's, that was tough for me, too. I'm a math guy, so I, I get it, right? They're very subjective. Yeah, that's absolutely. Yeah, totally. There's no right or wrong answer, There right? isn't. You yeah. can argue for any of them. Yeah, there we go. Speech and debate might help with that, though, hey? It, it try. I really try. Okay, awesome. <laughs> and number 10, the last one I always ask in this section, is success. Success looks different for everyone. It's not really like a defined aspect uh, in like society. I think success really has to depend on who you are and what your goals are in life. Uh, success to me is truly being able to set smart goals that are achievable, measurable, and are in a specific time period and being able to actually meet those goals within that set time period because that's how you're gonna be successful in life. If you can be happy, uh, with what you're doing and what you're achieving. And then the second aspect of success that I like, I'd like to think of is really in your life, doing what you love is probably the biggest thing. You don't want to do what you can do to make money. You don't want to do what you can do just to make your family happy. You have to do what you love. And if you do what you love, those things will follow. But that's what keeps the key to success is because you have to be happy with whatever you're going to do because you can do it for a long time. Wow, Sig, that's a great way to finish today's interview. I want to thank you for taking the time to sit down and chat. I can't wait to see your performance at the gala, and I wish you all the best in the coming years at Rundle College and moving forward. Thanks for taking thank the time you so this morning. Much. Yeah, it was excellent.